This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Getting your credit card declined at the store, that can be stressful and embarrassing. You fumble around to find a different card or you have to find an ATM. This is all while a line of other customers grows behind you. But embarrassment is the least of the troubles for Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, or SNAP, recipients who've been the victims of what's known as skimming. That's when the information from a SNAP card gets stolen and used without the person's knowledge. And for low-income families across the country, losing access to a few hundred dollars of their SNAP benefits, that can mean they simply cannot put food on the table. Some states have committed to helping people get reimbursed for those stolen benefits, but Illinois has yet to join them. To learn more, we are joined by WBEZ reporter Kristen Schorsch, who's been covering this story. Welcome back to Reset, Kristen. Hi, Sasha. Thanks for having me. And we're also joined by State Representative Sonia Harper. She represents the 6th District and has been advocating for victims of SNAP skimming to get reimbursed. Great to have you, Representative. Thank you for having me. Kristen, start us off by just explaining what SNAP skimming is and how long it's been going on. Yep, so basically... Um, if you think about how people get their SNAP benefits, it's on a card. It looks like a debit card, a credit card. And when you, you know, you go to the grocery store, you're going to buy your food. What happens is there's, um, like thieves are putting little devices on the card reader and or putting like a really tiny camera that can capture your pin number. Mm-hmm. So they're able to, when you put your card in, take all the information off that that magnetic strip, and then also potentially see your PIN number. They take that information, make a duplicate card, and then go spend it elsewhere. My goodness. And so in Illinois, um, I was talking with Legal Aid Chicago, which is representing a little over 30 clients who this has happened to. You know, their benefits have been used in California at like Walmart or Costco. Um, One of their clients who I interviewed she was one of four people who had benefits used at a small corner store, um, not too far from her house on the west side. And so this skimming is typically, you know, someone told me that that snap fraud is actually pretty rare, but this big skimming um, phenomenon that we're that we're seeing really started to take off last year, around last January. I see. So it's been happening for a little over a year. And how much are victims of this fraud losing in some cases, Kristen? Well, Legal Aid Chicago's clients are losing in the hundreds to thousands of dollars. You know, wow. I interviewed one woman who lost um, around 30, a little more than $3,200, almost all the money she had on her SNAP card. Um, another man I talked to lost $700. So it's a pretty significant amount of money. My goodness. Well, one of the victims that you interview in your story is Carolina Torres, and, and she shared this story of... of being in line at the grocery store to buy food and the cashier tells her that her account was empty. Let's listen. She's like, no, it just keeps on saying you have this much, your balance is 12 cents. I'm like, I don't have 12 cents. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I know I have money in there, but it's not 12 cents. I was confused. And, you know, after I turned around and I saw the line, I was embarrassed because, you know, I was obviously, you know, holding up the line. And, you know, I could hear the people in the back saying, oh, oh, she don't even know how much money she has. Oh, my gosh. What a nightmare situation. Tell us more about her story. Yep. So in the beginning of the day um, at this at this period of time, this was last May, she was volunteering at a food pantry near her house, which she typically did. Um, right after her shift was over, she went to the store to pick up some groceries to make for dinner for her family. She has three kids. And when she went to go buy the food, you know, the cashier was bagging the food, tried to put her card in. And it kept saying, you only have 12 cents. 
And Carolina knew that she had more than $3,000 on this card because she'd been saving it, thinking we're in the middle of a pandemic. My husband's the only one working. He has a part-time job. Mm -hmm. She was really worried he could lose it. So she'd essentially been using it as a savings account so that they could guarantee they'd have food for their family. Um, so, right. So she's in line. The cashier tried her card four times, kept coming back 12 cents. And Carolina just describes to me how she is just, she's mad. She's confused. She's embarrassed because people behind her, there's a line behind her starting to ask her, oh, you don't know how, you don't know how much money you have on your card. Um, she leaves, she checks an app on her phone where you can see your snap transactions and sees that it's gone. She calls the state um, hotline that essentially you call if, you know, the benefits are, are called uh, are on a link card. Right. She calls and reports this and they say, well, we can't do anything. We can't replenish your account because your PIN number was used and you didn't call us until after the funds were um, were essentially after after the yeah the money was used. So right? it sounds it sounds like they thought it was her, right? Well, she had to prove that it wasn't. She yeah. filed a police report. She's now one of Legal Aid's clients, Legal Aid Chicago. This is a good time to bring you in, Representative Harper. Uh, when you hear stories like this, what goes through your mind? When I hear that my residents are not able to get their benefits reimbursed after they've been stolen. I'm in shock. It makes no sense. You know, we live in a, a time where if this same thing happened, you know, on our debit card, on our credit card, we have protections from the bank. But it's just not that case for our most vulnerable residents in the state, um, which are our SNAP recipients. Mm -hmm. I understand this is a story that you can relate to in, in, in some part because you were a SNAP recipient yourself at one point. Can you just share with us how essential those funds are for someone who's just simply trying to put food on the table for themselves and, and for their family? Yeah, so I definitely, I have to depend on SNAP when, um, back when I was a law student and I quit my job as a full-time journalist to go back to law school and I, I got pregnant, I wasn't able to find work, so I had to stand in line to get SNAP, to get food stamps. And just going through that experience um, is already, you know, rather daunting and condescending, but you know, to, to, it's very important, um, especially in areas that are food deserts, right, especially in communities where I live where we have so much um, of a hard time getting access to healthy and affordable food. And so to get the help from the state that we need to be able to put food on our tables for our families and then to have our benefits stolen through no fault of our own mm -hmm. um, really is detrimental to these, to these families' abilities to survive, right? Food is your is the number one thing that you need. And when that's threatened, well, where are we left, right? And so where are these people left who are not able to have their, their benefits reimbursed in a timely manner? And that's what we're trying to address with our, our recent a bill that I got passed through the House, but it's caught up um, in having some trouble in the Senate with the reimbursement portion. So we've had to remove right now the reimbursement portion from House Bill 2214, but we are working to get a $5 million appropriation put into the budget right now um, to address this electronic theft of link cards and SNAP. You report, Kristen, that the uh, the scale of the problem, we don't fully know that just yet, but why don't we have a better understanding of how widespread this is? Right. Well, so the U.S. Uh, Department of Agriculture, which 
um, that's where the federal money comes to fund SNAP benefits. They're not fully tracking what the scope of the theft. So that's obviously a big issue. Um, and so individual states could be tracking it. Um, Illinois right now, they told me that in December they started a fraud unit specifically for SNAP. This is the Department of Human Services, which implements the SNAP program in the state. Mm -hmm. um, but at this point, we don't know the the scope of SNAP skimming in Illinois, um, which is why a lot of advocates, legal advocates, are really wanted that, reimbur that reimbursement part in the bill and the tracking part in this bill to be able for the state to say, okay, we're going to start to look at who actually is being skimmed and how much that's going to cost. Yeah. Now, advocates do point to other states that are keeping track of this when you, you know, they're trying to come up with an estimate of how much should we try to at least see um, how much the state would have to reimburse. They came up with $5 million because California, which has m more than twice as many SNAP recipients as, Il as Illinois, mm -hmm. they uh, spent around $5 million reimbursing people for SNAP benefits stolen from January to September of 2022, mm. which is what the advocates wanted in this particular bill. I see. So that's where they're coming up with that number. You mentioned the Department of Human Services there. I mean, the, the legislation would require them to reimburse funds and begin tracking these incidents. But how have they been responding? Well, I asked multiple times for an interview. They declined an interview with me. They sent me a statement instead that basically said, you know, they track skimming that's reported, which I think is a key word here. That's if you report the funds are stolen, if you know to report the funds are stolen, and that they set up this unit in December to monitor SNAP fraud. Now, I know from Legal Aid Chicago that they've been really frustrated with um, not just with the state, but with law enforcement, because they feel that nobody is really trying to catch the bad guys, so to speak, yeah. that, um, you know, DHS wasn't disclosing any sort of investigative efforts that Legal Aid Chicago was aware of. You know, Chicago, Skokie, other police departments say, well, SNAP is a federal program, so we can't investigate the theft, which is what Carolina or Carolina relayed to me, too, when she filed the police report. I see. Um, so, you know, I, I, it'd be great. There was a, supposed to be a public hearing today. It lasted, a, I listened, all of two minutes. Um, I thought there might be some people testifying. This was a, a Senate committee about this particular bill. Right. But at this point, we know that the state is, um, they say they're neutral on this bill, but that the advocates are pushing for $5 million to at least get something in the state budget to make people whole. Representative, as we've talked about, Illinois hasn't yet committed to reimbursing these SNAP recipients uh, who were victims of this fraud. Uh, how much do you think you would need to cover the reimbursement Got it. Um, if, if the state was to step in and, and help here? How much do we think that we would need to cover the reimbursement? Well, I believe that our original um, estimate was around two or not, yeah, closer to two million dollars. Um, but just to be safe, like I said, we're asking for a one-time $5 million appropriation to address this issue. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Kristen reports that the, the bill was gutted and uh, the reimbursement was taken out. Are you hopeful that some funding can make it back into the bill, Representative? Um, it doesn't look like the funding is going to make it back into the bill, but I am hopeful that some funding will make it into the budget. The, the bump in SNAP benefits that was provided during the COVID pandemic, we know that that also recently expired. And uh, we talked to Kelly O'Connell, who's CEO of Nourishing Hope, about the impact that this is going to have for the families 
that they work with in Cook County. Let's listen. Already the monthly allotment doesn't cover, uh, especially in Chicago and Cook County, uh, enough for a family to buy food or individuals to buy food. And now we're anticipating their monthly allotment to decrease between $95 and $250. And so there's going to be a pretty big impact on household budgets when this happens. So, Representative, you know, losing this benefit along with potentially, as we've said, dealing with fraud, it just sounds like one issue after another making things very difficult for families who are in great need. Yeah, she's absolutely right, right? Um, those who may be experiencing stolen SNAP benefits, you know, are also dealing with a great reduction in their benefits, and it's like a double whammy, right? Yeah. For again, for your most vulnerable people in the state, who we cannot afford to have this happen to. What are you going to be keeping an eye on as the story continues to develop, Kristen? Well, I'm going to keep tracking this proposed bill. Um, I, I'm going to keep track of the state budget to see if the five million dollars um, makes it makes it into the budget, or if it's a different amount, right? Um, and then, you know, I'm I'm going to be trying to get more information from the state, um, just in terms of you know, what they've seen since this fraud unit was set up in December, um, how they're going to track scamming going forward, and just trying to kind of get a handle on what they think is the scope, because they didn't answer my questions about that. Mm. And I'll give you the last word, Representative. I mean, beyond what happens with this particular bill that we're talking about, what more do you think needs to happen to help SNAP recipients protect themselves from fraud and, and also just get the money that they need? Yes. So I've already kind of begun some conversation with folks, but beyond making them whole, beyond making sure they're reimbursed, going forward, we need to adopt some type of technology with our link cards that uh, doesn't allow this to happen in the future. Um, I understand that if we were to uh, input link cards with chips, that that would kind of maybe help to um, cut down on this type of theft or at least try to track it. Um, you know, and nip it in the bud as soon as it happens. So mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to more ways that we can prevent this from happening overall um, to our SNAP recipients in the future. And I think that it is going to take um, some technology at the point of sale process to make sure that that happens. That's State Representative Sonia Harper and WBEZ reporter Kristen Schorsch. Thank you both.